0: hey good morning good morning good morning today is Thursday it's the 28th and this is channeling Amelin. I did my meditation this morning sat in the quiet of everything and nothing realizing that today is my creation and um, based on the last couple of days and the things that have been revealed and the lessons I've learned My goal is to intentionally take a slower pace and if I'm intentionally trying to pay more attention to the moment and not getting wrapped up in the excitement of where I'm going then I might be able to connect more with people along the journey. I don't know how this is going to unfold. Yesterday, I had a focus group and a couple of meetings about my curriculum. And man, was I aware how much I talked. Um, Well, I get the focus group because that was my goal, right? I was participating, I I was, it was like a, I don't know how to explain it, a product concept, trying to get feedback for it. And um, there's like five of them right and me and at the end they said well you've exhausted us in a good way but it's just so much that we have now and then I guess when he said that apart my brain went well that's good right because I do have a flow of ideas I am able to communicate them but there might be a point of um, overindulgence, let's say. So when enough becomes too much, and I guess I don't really realize those boundaries, right? I'm just creating from within and kind of spewing out, but then it has to be received, or what's the point? So it, even though yesterday I was still in automatic pilot when I was doing my stuff, just... Brrr, like interpreting the ideas as they come through my head, right? Um, Still an automatic poly, but I my hindsight was much sooner, right? So instead of waiting until or never reflecting on it, as soon it was over and sometimes throughout the process, I stopped and I was like, wow, I'm talking a lot. I didn't stop but I just realized I'm talking a lot. And then In my curriculum meetings, um, I caught myself talking when they were actually sharing information and I was like, oh crap, I really need this data. Why am I talking while they're, um, talking? Like I, I, it's not even just the talking, it's why was I thinking about something else while they were talking? Yeah. And, um, Oh, this is going to be quite a difficult struggle. Um, Well, it doesn't have to be. It's my perspective on how I see it. And I can see it as a challenge and a game and let go of my identity connection to I'm a talker. Yes, I express myself in the medium of spoken word. But I do not have to um, hold on to speaking and spoken word so fast that nobody can understand it, right? That's not the point of it. I don't know if just talking slower will make me more focused because in talking a normal pace, I literally have to like put in time between my words. (laughs) it does feel a little silly and I don't want to do it where it's annoying cadence right (laughs) so I'll be talking like a robot I'll figure it out but I did have a bit of a breakthrough on my curriculum yesterday I felt it like Budge, move that I finally connected with some people (sighs) there's this new place of I don't know how to explain it Um... okay so I think this is the way the, the analogy I can use Before I felt like I was um, surfing waves, right? Just going along with what information came and just staying on top of it. And now I feel like I'm not on my surfboard and I'm just in the water, floating. I'm still moving, because the waves are moving me. I'm just not riding on top of them. I'm submerged feels like quicksand, like molasses, slowing me down into the moment. (laughs) The one beautiful thing I've noticed in changing my personality or aspects of my identity throughout the years is that it's only difficult at the beginning change, right? So it's letting go of who you were um, that is where the resistance is. And I'm okay with my with my identity changing it because that is my expression, it's like my canvas. So um, creating and um, tearing it down and all those kind of stuff is okay. But I've really done that to my external projection, right? So um, to the outside world, what I was interested in is what I was displaying and I could change that interest which would Changed the way I showed up to the public, but I wasn't really changing my inside, my actual characteristics. And now that I'm, you know, working on my character, these are deep-rooted patterns and um, aspects, yeah, that I've identified with and chosen as my expression. And now that some of them aren't serving me in My new expression, what I want to do with my curriculum and stuff, I'm going to have to edit them. So, talking is preventing me from connecting with others and being able to listen and find the new paradigms. Um, Dude, it is so much like you're playing like a sport right? I don't know if anybody else, but I, when I lifted, I had my belt that I liked. I had my um, gloves that I liked. I even had the shoes and the outfit that I would like to work at because they were just so comfortable, right? My routine that I did and because it's a routine, you do it every day. You get into this really deep pattern. My talking is my really deep pattern. And when it's challenged, it just feel naked. I think, too, is there's a lot of things that I want to accomplish. And I feel by telling other people about them, they're going to get them accomplished. And if I tell them quickly, I could get more done. That's ridiculous. <laughs> the logic doesn't add up. Oh, it's so, I don't know. I'm not in resistance, okay? So I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this. But then it feels like, who am I if I'm not a talker? And I get it. And and yesterday, um, the way it showed up is my medium will still be used. I will still speak, but I will speak more, more look at that. as I try to say it, my words don't work. <laughs> I will speak more coherently and with less distraction in my message if I focus on the intention of receipt rather than just the intention of um, preaching. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, okay. Because if one speaks and... Is not invested in the receipt of that then it's just preaching even that why would you waste your air if people weren't receiving it oh it's the other end of the equation now I have to this is that service aspect too is when we live we're living really for others Um, we are living as our expression but that expression is to interact with other humans that's our evolution and our, or other, other plants, animals, whatever. <laughs> and I was missing that part. I'm very comfortable now being with myself that sometimes it is tempting just to stay by myself because I like me. It's not that I don't like other people but um, I actually love other people. I do love human expression as it comes through. Um... (laughs) You know what comes up is my friend Lenka used to tell me, she's like, oh yes, Amalyn, it's so easy, the spiritual awakening when you're in a room by yourself or under a tree or on a mountain. The true integration is when you're in the world and being able to do it. I know I get it life is perfect when I'm by myself and then I bump against all these other realities and um, can I remain in that bliss I don't think I have been able to remain in that bliss for too long because I keep coming back to my own solitude for peace I'm not an introvert by any means but and finding the information in the quiet. Oh, that's it. If I'm finding the information in the quiet in my own solitude, right? So, in my own space that I give myself to listen within, I guess I have to respect enough our other people to give them that space out in public meaning when I interact with them, give them the space to actually um, think about what I say rather than this bulldoze they have to keep up with, this, you know, bullet train. I feel like I'm in molasses. Is this the new norm is my new norm gonna be at the slow (laughs) maybe just the contrast of how I've been and how I will be is extremely great so it feels like a huge shift but things change and then you forget how they used to be so I was watching A swami? Are they called swamis? Like it, like the monks, right? Buddhist monk, swami, shum. I don't know. I'm sorry. Labels always escape me. But um, he spoke very slow, and he even told his stories to the point where you were waiting for the next word, (laughs) and. When he was done talking, it was felt like this. The slow molasses. I mean, I couldn't really get up and be excited. There was no way to get up and be angry. It was just, he took us into that place of, well, this is the way it is. It's a pond with very little ripples. And I'm used to being in the ocean with these huge waves and blah, 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 <sighs> Contrast. The duality of our world, one thing and then the opposite of the other or what we perceive as with and then without. So, um, prevalent in our experiences. For instance, a very simple, Example, I live in my home. My home's very important to me. I'm not materialistic, but that space of just safety and peace and welcoming to others. And you know, it's it's like a communal space that I just feel at ease in. Um, But the bathroom had some plumbing issues and then the air conditioning had some (laughs) drainage issues and all these things started to happen. And I really felt that contrast of the ease of of no problems to uh, something um, went wrong that I didn't expect, right? So my expectation gave resistance. And then just the contrast to smooth versus these hurdles now that we we have to overcome because we're still working on them. But um, yeah, so it's that contrast. Mm -mm, Did it bring me disruption? It did Um, because I had that alignment of I like my home to be kind of specific feeling and it disrupted that feeling but the feeling is within me so really what I noticed was that I didn't have an allowance for um, a little bit of chaos in my house right chaos is okay I don't and I say chaos just meaning that everything's all smooth and then Air conditioning breaks, right? That's a little bit of chaos it brings. Or plumbing issues. Um, Those reflected in my emotions. The house does not have emotions, right? It was mine personally. So the contrast between the two is what I noticed. And then let go of it, right? So I got all frustrated. I'm like, no, this is a pet peeve. I don't like it. And as soon as I say that, my mind's like, well, there's your discomfort. So then I have to let that belief go and say, all right, it is what it is, not what it was. And then I can let go of my attachment or expectation. All right, really quickly, that was my ramble. I guess I was just rambling Um, really quickly. I shouldn't say that either because that leads me to really quickly. Let me talk. Um, I shouldn't. I gotta get away from shoulds. Oh, I gotta, I gotta, should have, it is what it is, take a breath. All right, I'm gonna do my four, seven, eight breaths, and then I'm gonna get into channel really, really quickly. See, I wanna say it again, I have such patterns. First, I will describe the process that was organically created through um, the knowledge and data that I've received from the world, my education, and um, I've added imagination, creativity uh, through my experiences. This is what's created for me. And I'm sharing this process because we will need to understand our own stories. Our, our world is changing. Technology is allowing our stories to increase abundantly, um, exponentially. And so there's going to be so many different ways that you can plug into. If you don't know yourself, you will be run by algorithms, right? Patterns. That's all we are as humans. But if we can get up in front of those patterns, then we can be um, satisfied in our expressions because our lives will be our own. But if we don't do that, our lives will become, um, a reflection of those that are creating the algorithms that run us. So this process is extremely important to our world. And if I can do anything to contribute as I go through the journey, then um, that is my intention to do so. So I start with grounding. Grounding is very important because, Oh, how do I say this? We live our world in perceptual, um, conditioning. What I see is what I create. What I create is my reality. What my reality that I created is brings my experience. So grounding is basically the intention that, and the understanding of this world is about connecting with other humans. That's why we have mirror mirror neurons. We are to um, join in our consciousness and grounding with a visualization of roots from a tree helped me see that I am grounding to other individuals by these roots connecting to each other, right? That's how the trees hold onto each other and support each other, and then there's this moss that helps communicate. So by seeing that in my visualization, I intend to connect with other people of the world and share my consciousness and be able to um, experience together. Now up through the ground, those roots are at the base of a tree. I become the tree. I am a channel or a bridge from that which I connect with others to the highest expression of myself and where I do the work to uncover my true expression of self and not just the programming that society and and um, those in my life have shared their stories, right? Or my upbringing and I might have grabbed hold of myths or stories or shoulds, right? Rules, bullshit rules in the world that I covered up my true reality with those, my true expression with those. So the highest self is nothing more than removing that, which is not conducive to my expression. And in this place I use again, imagination, creativity. Um, I guess this is where people pray, right? They get into a space where they can listen to the highest, purest information that comes through. Um, I have visually represented a council, Council. I have five energy groups in that council. They don't have faces. So I'm not like talking to people here. Um, You could call it, how would you put it in perspective? You're unconscious. You could call it, um, again, your ascended masters that you rely on or talk to. It could be Krishna. It could be um, Jesus. It could be all of these gods and whoever it is that you... We understand that there's something outside of ourselves. That's what it is, right? Your higher power um, that you communicate with. And then I have um, a space for my mentor. On the left, I bring her up. Now she is alive and well in the real life, (laughs) but I, I use her energy or she holds safe space when she's there and I'm feeling, oh, this is difficult, or I get distracted, or um, something else in the process happens, I'll hear her voice or feel her energy pop in to guide me. Take a breath, Ameline, slow down, go into the pain. And it's interesting the way creativity works too. She does not show up as she is. Um, I, I think she's German roots. I don't remember what she told me her um, ethnical background was, ethnic background was. But she shows up as a Native American woman in my imagery. Um, Her face, she's sitting on a rocking chair. She's on a porch in the middle of the desert. And um, yeah, and that's the way she shows up for me. But her energy, when it pops in, it's hers. You know how you can identify a person by their energy? You don't even need to see them and you know that they're near. Um, that happens a lot. Like you close your eyes and somebody will walk forward and you can identify who that person is without opening your eyes. There's an energy to each person. So I feel her energy. (coughs) (coughs) All right. And then in the middle of those two, I have, um, this new space of creation. And this is in this past week or so where Between Teresa and my counsel and my interpretation, asking questions, listening for an answer, that's really tapping into what has already been or what will, the past and the future. But the present, the now, the space of creation, they don't have that information. That has to come from within, right? Um, Meaning, I don't know if it's a God source or whatever. So I'm talking and I'm listening to what comes from within me, I haven't figured this out yet then. Because I don't know where this space comes from, except the space of creation, there is no information. I need to listen, and that's inspiration. Where the other ones, I'm reading thoughts. They have to be my own thoughts, right? Um, Well, I guess it depends on your belief system. I I have this weird thing with, I'm okay with the the stories about gods and about the masters and the gurus and all those kind of stuff. That's okay. The stories. I just don't know how to incorporate in my life because I don't believe that they have power over me. Um, I do believe that they have information I don't have. I do believe that they would want to help you so you could tie into their energy. It's just, um, the meaning or stories around my spirituality are not clean yet. And I think that's why I don't know what these entered the council, how to address them other than what I've created in my mind, right? I've just created a loud, surrendered into um, the space that they have. I feel like when I slow down, I get more confused because... Okay, so I'm talking. And normally when I'm talking, it's almost like I'm reading. So my thoughts... um, but not reading, but not words. I do see words sometimes, but it's mostly pictures that I'm interpreting. So as I'm talking, I'm not really present with somebody on the outside. I'm watching my my visions and my words and I'm just interpreting. And when I go slow, like I talk slow, those thoughts or those pictures are sp- are like four times the speed that I'm speaking, so there's no way that I can interpret them as they come. Like, I cannot say what the vision is in the same velocity that they pass through me. Oh, that's what it is. So am I wasting information, or is this just getting rid of nonsensical information, or what's not the most valuable? Wow, I'm so confused right now. Look at this. Slow me down. And I lose my um, performance ability. Is that it? That's why no performance, right? I know it's not supposed to be performing. It's expressing. And expressing from a point of creation. Not from what has been or what will be it does give me anxiety this gives me anxiety a little bit because I feel like well I don't know how to be in this new way interesting okay so above this working space that I've created again I have my counsel you can put whatever you want up here you can call it your unconscious you can call it Um, God, you could call it Mary, you could call it the universe, you could call it science and just pulling up your reflections of your knowledge or whatever. Um, Collective conscious, Akashic records, I've heard that recently. So all of that stuff, whatever it is you want to tap into, tap into. But that is what is already there. Again, um, when you're tapping into something and you're reading something, that already exists and it can be helpful. Um, But the place that I'm in now is that new place of creation and that's in the middle, and it's just watching it. I gotta just watch. Above my workspace, which is in like the branches of the tree in my visualization, I have a room that connects me to God, the universe. Um, the I am everything and nothing. I am just an expression that I choose in any moment in time, but I have all possibilities. That is above this visualization, and again, All of this visualization everything that I am is an expression it is not a solidified like I have a body I am using my mind I'm interpreting things but I am the one behind all of that I am the expression that chooses my body you know that chooses my you know all these different aspects I'm the driver I am NOT the car So my meditation point is really important to do all this, because talk about what is that, um, like when you have multiple personalities, kind of like that aspect, right? I have to be able to know that this is not me, and when I change my focus that I lose who I am. Um, Because when I change my focus, I just create a new expression. And um, I wouldn't be able to do that if I was my body, right? So if I believed, oh, Ameline, you are this white, um, blonde, um, whatever body type that um, goes forth and does this. And then I would do that for the rest of my life because I wouldn't be able to change the story of it. Right? I don't believe that. I'm like, I have a physical body. I can do whatever the hell I want with it. Um, I can interact in the world with it. I have a mind that I'm using, right? I can change that mind perspective. I can change my um, Paradigm of how I see the world again. That's the whole difference between hell on earth and heaven on earth If you change your perspective, you can be on be in heaven on earth Everything is bliss because it's how you see it. Even the challenges. Um, I have no idea where I'm going. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get into channel 478 breaths and go and then I'll remember to remove my ego so that as I work on my programming underneath which my ego reflects, it won't get involved and in try to protect itself. Oh, slowing down allows for doubt. Because I just realized I've been talking for like 30 minutes of rambling and I keep this thought keeps coming up of doubt. I doubt this is worth anything. I doubt this um, is communicating well because I'm at a different pace. I doubt that this um, will be useful. I'm still going to do it, right? This is still the process. It's organic. Sometimes it feels like shit. And I don't know if it is. It might turn out to be beautiful, but it's just different. And I don't know what to do with it. So I'll get into channel because then my ego can be removed. Here we go. Four, seven, eight breaths. slowing down the roots of my tree see it connecting it's funny because when I get a visualization at the beginning it's kind of basic right there's not a lot of detail I mean there are there's a lot of detail but in comparison to where it gets to so the roots of my trees um, they were just roots and now they're every uh, detail of the moss I can see and I can see how they're intertwined and wrapped around other trees and all these kind of things so the picture has definitely changed up through the channel or the trunk of my tree into the bows the uh, branches the leaves showing the uh, colors of the aurora borealis here i see my council and then teresa and in the middle i have my room of creation it's like a dark room there's a whiteboard in here and then above that i have the space of i am i'm going to go ahead and remove my ego i see it as a candle an ebenezer scrooge kind of looking candle with the the handle on it I'm going to pull it back through my body and over to the right and I have a wall about thigh high there about knee high and um, I'm going to put the candle on the wall and I'll come pick up my ego later okay so I'm in the space And I always like to ask at the beginning if I don't have a question or a struggle that I'm going through I mean I have a struggle but I don't know how to identify it right now I guess I don't know the space that I haven't been in so yeah so what i'm going to do is i'm going to open it up and just say what is my highest good to know right so what is Amelyn's um in amelin's highest good to know this morning and then what i do is i just watch surrender into what is i'm still i think i'm going to interpret it but i'm going to flow with it in this new energy of slow and see if there's a delay from speaking if something comes up Okay, so what I see in this room, it's almost like, you know how when you type and there's a blinking cursor and an indicator of where the next um, letter is gonna do and you type, what I'm seeing now is type and delete, type and delete, type and delete. So I'm seeing these words be written and then like a backspace, written and backspace. And it's like A, B, C, It's like doing the alphabet, but it's writing it and erasing it. And what does this mean? Wow. Okay, let me see if I can explain this. So in the space between... um, the is. I don't know if that makes sense. There's a space of possibility. So if I will get in the space between, like that's watch the space between the music, right? There's a, there's a, an intentional in between that's created an intentional in-between actions, an intentional in-between sounds, an intentional in-between sentences, an intentional in-between experiences. There's, there's, Mm. I see doing as an all, all the time thing. Oh, that's what makes my velocity. So there's not a such thing of time right so time and space not really what we think it is it's an illusion but I create time in a quicker velocity oh I get it okay so it's showing me that I'm creating my perception of time because I fill in all the spaces between things with more things I take the intentional time of rest and reflection and I fill it in with data. Oh. So, what it is, it seems faster because there's no pause for reflection. It's just go, 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 And by the time you get to the end, you're exhausted and there's no reflection time. So it's like writing and deleting, writing and deleting and, writing and deleting, and writing and deleting and writing and deleting, and writing and deleting. And with writing and deleting, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I do when I write. I write and I delete, and I write and I delete, and I write and delete. And it's there's no, there's no interaction between the write and delete right? It's right, delete, right, right, delete, right, right, delete, right. And I just keep in the circle of movement, but I'm not really going anywhere, but I feel as if I am because there is this illusion of movement, but it's just a circle. So what it's saying is write and stop and watch what I wrote and then reflect so reflect is different than observant because reflection shows my attachment or my intention with that which I watch okay so it's integration it basically is an observation you're not a part of the story but when you reflect you see yourself as part of whatever you're focused on or you integrate it into your life story somehow. So the speed at which I speak does not allow for myself nor those listening to actually grasp because they are basically just trying to survive and stay on top of the wave, right? So their focus is gotta keep up, gotta just watch, observe, but it doesn't give reflection time. Oh, for myself nor others. So in intentionally slowing down, I can see more, between the instances. Ah, I can reflect more. So it's it's actually, rather than just watching, it's being a part of it. Am I not? Oh, I'm not a part of much. I'm just projecting. It's like, so I see like an artist, but the artist is just throwing paint up really quickly. And the next and next, it's like a manufacturing line, right? There's no heart. There's no awareness. There's no true representation or reflection. It's just get the paint on the canvas, go. Get the paint on the canvas, go. And so when they slow down, the artist now looks at the canvas for quite a while, puts up a little bit of paint, stands back, looks again, decides to change an element, stops, looks, and reflects again. Oh, there's a much slower energy and a more intentional creation. And that's why there's not a reproduction from the past into the future is because you do have space to choose something new. See, when I see this stuff, it's so very um, obvious that it is a more expressive and expansive way to go about living. It just is still contrasting with the way that I have been doing it. So in that contrast, I feel a little bit of, um, I don't know if it's guilt or shame or attachment or something is holding me back. Like there's a, a sadness letting go of the old way. But I do feel the excitement of trying out this new way. It's interesting. The attachment is um, is having to take a bigger leap across between the two, right? So I have here the way that I naturally was my programming and um, I'm not so tied to that identity as I thought because right now it's releasing Much easier. It's like, I guess my intention to do so has released a lot of my attachments and my need to bite to preserve it, right? So I don't have to preserve this identity. But then there's a big jump into this new one. Um, So now the question is, can it be instantaneous? instantaneous or this is going to take time and that goes back to my perception of time it could feel like it's going to take an eternity if I fight it but if I just allow it could be in this next instant because every second I'm choosing it and if I continuously choose it over and over again it becomes my new reality so if I want it to take a long time then I can choose it um, sometimes, but choose my old way of being even more. It's only when I transition to choosing this new reality and not my, re- my old one is when um, time has shifted, right? So it's the distance between the change that gives me illusion of time. If it's a difficult process, it could feel like a long time. But if I flow with it and choose it, then it could be instantaneous. The energy is different too, because it's not a keeping up. Most of the time, I'm just trying to run alongside this amazing comet that I'm riding, right? So... Wait, I'm running alongside of a comment I'm writing. Oh, see? Slow down. And I realize there's two different realities. I've blended into one there. How do I... It's like, okay, so what I saw, what I said that there's actually two stories that I have, but I just blend them into one. Like I have all these multiple possibilities, right? So when, when I'm giving an example, a metaphor, I, I live my life by visions, right? So that's how I see things. And when I'm seeing things, I sometimes see multiple options. And instead of, Stopping and making a conscious choice—they just mesh into like some weird one option, and it's like a lot of useless data in there because there's a lot of multiples and duplicates, and it's like it's like taking two stories um, that are written in like a you know typed and just merging them like word over word. When you read them together, it's not going to make any sense. They're two different stories, and so when i'm writing kind of the speed of the vision sometimes i pull two of them together and they conflict and i try to make them one oh i didn't even realize that so now i'm starting to see these two visions uh, this is weird um but they're almost like Instead of one reality, they become two totally separate realities. They Instead of one plane, they're given their own unique plane for both of them. And then I choose which one. But is the creation a blending of stories? Yes, but it's intentional. And I'm not doing it intentional. I'm doing it on accident. Okay. Oh, I'm doing it as a um, consequence, right? So... <coughs> Uh, It's so interesting because I feel the pauses now and I can feel the conflict that I have internally because there's almost two statements that happen. Why am I waiting? So I keep saying, why am I waiting? But I know the answer to that. I'm waiting for clarity and allowing for reflection. I'm waiting for clarity and allowing for reflection. Okay, that's the why. And then what the feeling, the pace is, is uncomfortable. It's like I'm being, I still have to pull. Like if, if somebody attached um, a rope to you and was pulling you, where you're not trying to go, but you're not really resisting, but you feel that it's outside of you pull, I still have this because the stories, the images, the visions I see are kind of tempting or pulling me into them. And um, I'm having a little bit of a resistance now. I'm like, wait, why am I not going with them? They're pulling me, I must go. But that is um, not free will. That's my programming. That's unconscious movement in an ineffective way. It's interesting, because I I get a vision of me when I've, I'm gonna say flop to the other side. (laughs) I don't know how to explain this, but it's like, okay, so I'm in this reality and I'm struggling it with right now. But this reality is between two other realities. One is where I was before Right. So that's in my velocity. I'm racing. I'm trying to keep up with the visions. I'm just in my own world spewing out into the planet. I kind of see that like. (laughs) I'm like a race car driver with zero um, skill or intention. Right. Kind of can be reckless. I get that right here. And then the other world is when I've already arrived and I'm on the other side. And it is definitely a much more calm, like the, um, the energy of the spiritual leaders that I'm learning from or those that went before me or came before me and were doing this journey, they have a different energy to them and it's a much slower, calmer energy. So I can almost see me into that calm energy. And it doesn't feel like it's it's inauthentic. It doesn't feel like it's not me. It definitely is still me. It's just a much slower me. I don't have any place to rush off to. And then right now I'm in the middle and I'm bouncing between the two and this is where the challenge is. It's letting go of the old and moving into this new. It's a very soft transfer though because I resist, right? So there's the voice in me that says, no, Amalyn, you're gonna become boring. And then there's the other voice that responds and it's like, absolutely not. You're going to become effective. So my fear has no weight in the reality that is shown in this other vision. One of them is like much, uh, like a fog, right? The past shows up like a fog. It's not as clear. It's not as, um, have as much pull to it. But there is a lot of missing energy in the future one, or the future one, the other one. It's not even future, it's now. This with me sitting, you know, in this calmer, or quieter or energy. I'm having a feeling of missing out. Ooh, this is that. Yes, this is one of my personality aspects, is I'm afraid if I don't go faster, if I don't do it, I'm going to miss out. Miss out on what? possibility the possibilities are in the now not in the future those are what have already been done in the past just repeated in the future if I want possibility then I must slow down so if my story is true if I really do want to create something new then what I am doing is ineffective <laughs> it's like a little kid. You know, when the little kid gets um, convinced that what they were, that what the choice that they made was not in their best interest. I don't know. Maybe okay. So they're showing me like food. So the kid wants to eat the cookies, right? Cookies, cookie, cookies, and he's finally understood why he can't eat cookies, and he's like, b- 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 like. The ego is trying to hold on to being right, yet his heart knows that he can't be right because he's already seen the, the light of day or the clarity. But his ego still wants to go, but <laughs> That's what's happening inside of me. So I have this part of me going, But but I, I don't, oh, I, I can't even say I don't want to because I do want to, but I, I, and. Unknown. It's just this this weird little kid feeling that's like, not scared. It's the change. Interesting. All right. So it's very, very clear. This is the new practice. Um, I'm going to be sitting a lot more. I'm going to be out in the world watching a lot more. I'm going to have, ooh, it's already showing me that I, is this me or my fear? The anxiety coming up. Oh, it's my fear. I'm af- I'm afraid that as I go into the world and do this again, I'm not gonna have control. Ooh. I'm not supposed to have control. Okay. There is a tear in my energy right now. I am torn. It's not one place. It's between the fast and the slow and right in the middle is where I'm sitting. Slow down, slow down. That is my message. Slow down. Where am I going? What life am I trying to get to? Oh, it's like I create my agenda. Right? So right away I got an image of the classroom and in the classroom I want to do so very much that if I don't go fast, we don't get to it. But again, if we move fast and we get to it, but we don't understand it, it's just a circle of experience will be forgotten. Uh, Do less, gain more. Do less, gain more. Wow, the grounding, I really do feel half buried in the ground now. Like, less flighty. Hmm. Well, I guess this is my new way of being for a while. Well, for a while, nope. (laughs) That didn't come out. They're like, nope. This is your new way of being. Slow down. Be intentional. Be in the moment. Watch the space between the music. Listen. Hmm. All right. So tomorrow I'm going to meet with Teresa. We're doing our... um, Working on the book. Doing our channeling together. It'll be interesting how this shows up. And then I'll be... Um, I'll do another podcast, probably Monday. So I'll take this weekend to sit in this soupy energy. Oh, you know what? I think I confused that flighty high volume energy with happiness. Cause this feels like it's slow. And right away I go, this makes me feel sad. But it's not sad. (coughs) I don't feel sad. I feel slow. (laughs) And I guess slow energy to me feels less. (sighs) It's the high. It's the. Hmm. Wow, I can feel the energy different. And I understand how my neurotic kind of ah energy really likes the fast speed. And then the slow speed, it is, it's obvious how it sticks out. And it's almost obvious how it doesn't work. And then I can also see how uncomfortable it is. And that's why I move so fast. Because I'm almost trying to get out of each moment as quickly as I get into it. So this is that new space, quiet, listening, observing, watching, getting off the ego ride, the bullet train. I'm interested in seeing how this unfolds. As I see it, it does not show up as something negative or that I struggle with. It just is. Till next time. I think we're done.